Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Museum Bible Tours podcast. I'm your host, Timothy Martin. The title of this episode is The Temple Warning Inscription. How significant? For he is our peace, the one who made the two groups one and destroyed the wall in between that fenced them off. By means of his flesh, he abolished the enmity, the law of commandments consisting in decrees, in order to make the two groups in union with himself into one new man and to make peace. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, New World Translation. A nondescript block of limestone, clumsily broken, nicked up on the sides, and pitted with age, is certainly not impressive in the way that it looks. Furthermore, it is placed inconspicuously on a shelf at the Israel Museum. But its evenly cut face and distinctly inscribed Greek letters with traces of red paint still faintly visible belies its enormous significance. David Meverock, senior curator of Hellenistic, Roman, and Byzantine archaeology, said, quote, If we talk about the closest thing to the temple we have on the Temple Mount, this was closest. End of quote. Some 2,000 years ago, the broken limestone slab was part of a sign that marked a section of the temple as off-limits, for the ritually impure, both Jews and non-Jews. It served as one of several do not enter signs in the second temple in Jerusalem. Written in Greek, they warned, quote, no foreigner may enter within the balustrade around the sanctuary and the enclosure. Whoever is caught on himself shall be put blame for the death which will ensue, end of quote. The publication, Times of Israel, provides further details. Quote, The sole literary accounts providing detailed descriptions of the Second Temple's layout, Josephus' Jewish War and Jewish Antiquities, and Tractate Midah of the Mishnah, mention an internal courtyard inside the Temple Mount complex, which contained the altar and Holy of Holies. The rabbis of the Mishnah, which was completed and redacted in the century after the Second Temple's destruction in 70 CE, said the boundary wall, in Hebrew, Soreg, stood roughly three feet high. Josephus gave a detailed description of the warnings placed along it. End of quote. The inscribed fragmentary limestone block on display at the Israel Museum was found in 1936 during the excavation of a new road outside Jerusalem's Lion's Gate. Another complete inscription was found in 1871 that had been built into the wall of a Muslim school in Jerusalem's old city and is on display in the Istanbul Archaeological Museum. Both limestone inscriptions are each known as the Temple Warning Inscription, also as the Temple Balustrade Inscription or the Soreg Inscription. Question. 
Why was the balustrade or protective barrier built on the courtyard of the Temple Mount in the first place? The publication Times of Israel stated, quote, The Herodian Temple was such a massive undertaking that it took decades to complete and was funded both from the royal coffers and by international donations. Herod decked out the already five-century-old Jewish sanctuary in classical splendor by engineering an enormous platform atop the hill and ensheathing the refurbished sanctuary in a colossal peristyle courtyard in Greco-Roman fashion. He aimed for that complex, which is today referred to as the Temple Mount and comprises a sixth of the old city to be showcased to all. The Temple Mount shows us very, very clearly how Herod does his dance between Rome and Judea, between internationalism and Judaism, between his patrons and the people he rules, said David Mavarak. He continues, quote, it's his greatest achievement. He knows that. He wants everyone to come and he wants to host them and show them. Continuing, Gentiles were welcome to ascend the Temple Mount. Jewish law required any adherent who entered the temple to be ritually pure and forbade the entrance of Jews who hadn't bathed in a mikvah, since coming in contact with the dead or other defiling agents made them ritually impure. The temple complex was a series of concentric circles of purity, each area limited to a more select group of people. The innermost, the Holy of Holies, was only accessible to the high priest and only on the holiest day of the year, the Day of Atonement. Publication continues. Second Temple Era, Judaism had deemed Gentiles intrinsically impure based on the interpretation of a passage from Numbers chapter 18, verse 7, which reads, You and your sons are responsible for your priestly duties pertaining to the altar and what is inside the curtain, and you are to render this service. I have given the service of the priesthood as a gift to you, and any unauthorized person who approaches should be put to death. New World Translation. Josephus recounts that the Seleucid monarch Antiochus III, father of the villain of the Hanukkah story, issued an edict banning any foreigner to enter the enclosure of the temple which is forbidden to the Jews except to those of them who are accustomed to enter after purifying themselves in accordance with the law of the country. Herod changed that. He wanted to exhibit the grandeur of his compound, the largest temple in the ancient world, but not enrage the Jewish subjects. The exclusion of the Gentiles, according to the inscription, is a kind of compromise between allowing them into the temple, but still excluding them from the inner temple, which is the properly holy ground, said Manton Orion, a PhD student at Tel Aviv University. Reality necessitates compromise in different aspects of Jewish law. Orion continues, even if they were not viewed as impure, 
they would still be excluded from the inner sanctum of the temple. End of quote. Question. What is the significance of the Sorek, or barrier wall, in connection with the Bible? According to Acts chapter 21, verses 20 through 32, the Apostle Paul was mobbed in the temple, and it was because the Jews spread a false story that he had brought a Gentile into the forbidden area. We are reminded of the Soreg at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, which we read at the beginning of this podcast, where Paul evidently used the barrier wall to represent the Mosaic Law Covenant, which had long divided the Jews and Gentiles. The sacrificial death of Jesus abolished the law covenant and thus destroyed the wall in between. As we've always said, all the comments in connection with this information, we agree with wholeheartedly. Now we are pleased to announce a new MBT podcast series titled unearthing the Bible's significant cities. Every few weeks, we will discuss a different city of the Bible and its significance related to biblical archaeology. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share this episode with your friends. We invite you to visit our website, museumbibletours.com, to sign up for our newsletter, to follow us on social networks such as Instagram, or even leave a review. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to help it grow, head to our donate page, museumbibletours.com forward slash podcast. Therein you will see how to donate. This podcast was produced by Museum Bible Tours. Thank you for your support.